Hello, my fellow story lovers. Welcome. I am so happy that you stopped by Story Mover. I am Vern, your storyteller, with another wonderful story to enlighten your day. Today, I will share a story told in a way that I like to tell it. So, what do you do when you find a story that you like? Where there's a will, there is a way. A long time ago, an old friend told me that she went back to school. She had enrolled in an educational specialist degree program, specializing in educational leadership and administration. The EDS, as it's called, is for educators pursuing a postgraduate degree. It falls between a master's and a doctorate degree. The doctorate is the highest level for an educator. The EDS is not a doctorate and requires half the number of credits. This degree prepares educators to gain skills to become a principal, superintendent, director of departments in a school system, and or to advance their salary. Let me be clear, my friend had no goals in becoming a principal. Adding to that, she only wanted more money, like many of us did during that time. During that time, teachers whose salaries had capped between a rock and a hard place saw going back to school as a viable option to advance their pay. When I found out that the program she was talking about was online, I responded, online classes? Oh no, that's not for me. I told her face-to-face works best for me. She looked at me, shrugged her shoulders, and responded, Oh, well, that's too bad. Maybe one day you'll find a program to meet all of your needs. I told her, Well, there's a will, there is a way. I had the will. I just needed to find a way. I did just that. To this day, I give her credit for piquing my interest in going back to school. Also, I give my daughter the utmost credit because she encouraged me when I was discouraged due to enrollment deadlines. Yes, I found a program that met in person on weekends and the cost was reasonable. No joke, time was of the essence though. The program was starting in a couple of weeks. No joke, I got the application information with a turnaround time of a couple of weeks. With admission windows closing, I questioned if I should even rush it through or wait until the next semester. My daughter said, Mom, go ahead and submit it anyway. Don't miss out on this opportunity. So I did. In my mind, I thought, okay, if I miss the deadline, I'll start the next semester. It was no big deal. However, to my surprise, they accepted my application to begin the very next week. Whoa, I thought the enrollment process went quicker than I had expected. But there's a will, there is a way. Enrolling into the program when I did was the best thing that I could have done. As it turned out, a short time thereafter, the salary incentive program changed. 
The new program required you to be sponsored by principal. Luckily, since I was already enrolled, the school system grandfathered me into the program under the previous policy. That was wonderful. While it might have been quick to enter the program, it was not easy going through it. Along the way, there were obstacles in my path I had to hurdle over. Finding an internship was one of the most stressful obstacles. The unbendable policy in place made it impossible to complete an internship anywhere. The college required an internship at a school other than where I worked. Working a full-time teaching job, attending school on weekends, and taking care of a family made it very difficult for me. I asked an administrator, are you serious? How can I complete an internship and work a full-time job? Will I have to take a leave of absence? I asked an abundance of questions. I was told, you'll have to find a way. In desperation, I petitioned for an exception to the policy. I felt that was the only way. In asking for an exception, I told the administrator my story. I knew it was a long shot because some things are cut and dry. The college policies are policies that apply to everyone. Fortunately, after that, the college suggested a compromise. They allowed me to work out an internship with my principal that they would have to approve. After getting all the approvals, the assistant principal was my mentor. My assignment was to develop a volunteer and mentor program. One day, what seemed like out of the blue, my mentor, the assistant principal, up and accepted a job as superintendent in Florida. Yes, in Florida. It was a surprise to me that he was even looking to leave. Needless to say, I was devastated. With an internship almost complete, I was in fear of being left up the creek without a paddle. It was a challenge that I had to overcome. I had no control over who or when someone would take his place. It occurred to me that the internship was at risk. It was unraveling right before my eyes. I had an internship without a mentor. It was an unprecedented setback for sure. By that time in the internship, I had already developed, disseminated, and was utilizing the programs. Without a mentor though, I could not complete my internship. While I supervised the volunteer and mentor programs, I continued to teach. Hiring another system principal was totally out of my control. Even if they hired someone right away, there was no guarantee that the replacement would agree to mentor me through the end of my internship and sign up on the entire program. The unknown and the waiting for a new AP was stressful. The situation looked pretty bleak when lo and behold, Finally, an acting assistant principal was hired. I immediately met with the new AP, 
He agreed to be my mentor and sign off on all my documents. The college officials approved the replacement. Indeed, where there's a will, there's a way. I don't have to tell you. Oh, what a relief that was. The good thing about my experiences in the program is that I exercise stick to and determination to finish the program with all the obstacles most people would have given up because the obstacles did not ever cease during the entire program. In fact, more obstacles were met in my path. To reduce stress, it would have been easy to brush it off and say, well, that's life, just get on with it. But for someone going through it, it seemed insurmountable. Regularly addressing obstacles conditioned me to meet them head on and find a way to overcome them, not allowing them to stomp me. That is a good life lesson. As I completed my dissertation, of course there were questions, which ended up being another obstacle. The reviewers were not letting me through so easily. Mind you, I had an advisor all along, all along. The advisor had approved the work at every stage. Letting out some steam, I responded, what do you mean I need to make all these changes? At any point, I said, in this process, I said, you all could have corrected me or completely stopped me. But no, you did not. You allowed me to continue down this road. I felt that since I was at the end, they looked deeper and found all kinds of reason for me to go in a different direction. I don't believe it was intentional, nah, but that is what happened. Sure, I was terribly upset. Despite that, reality kicked in. Realizing that I was at their mercy, I dug deep and I made those suggested changes, submitted my documents again, and prayed. Leaving my worries in the hands of the good almighty, I prayed. At that point, there was a real possibility that at the end of a two-year journey, my dissertation would not be approved. The worst kept coming to mind, such as, I will not get a degree, and I will not get a salary increase. All that negative thinking. The reality was hitting me hard, though, and I thought that I might end up with a financial loss, and nothing to show for it. Constantly thinking about what it would all mean if everything ended up for naught exhausted me. Finally, after waiting and waiting and waiting, I got a call. The college approved the dissertation. Oh, happy day. That was a happy day. I did graduate with an educational specialist, EDS degree in educational leadership. I am a trained principal. As soon as I receive a verification of my degree, 
the first thing I did was to contact the certification board, personnel, payroll, and the school's principal to inform them of my new degree. In addition, I went directly to the acting assistant principal and said, I am not doing this anymore. He looked at me and said, you cannot drop a responsibility like that. That is not the professional nor the political thing to do. Respectfully, I said, I appreciate everything that you all have done during my internship, but I do not want to be a principal. He said, I understand. I understand. But those are your duties. He kept pushing back. He was not going to let me get out of it so easily. For me, I felt that it was time to alleviate those responsibilities and move on. He was relentless in keeping me with those duties. So I pulled on the old adage, where there's a will, there's a way. I told him, okay, I found an answer. I will find a replacement. He said, okay, that'll work. But that person must be enrolled in a leadership program and agree to take on your duties of all the teachers at that high school. Finding one in a leadership program and willing to accept additional work was literally like looking for a needle in a haystack. Luckily, I found someone. I was finally relieved of those responsibilities. Years later, when I went back to visit that school, guess what I saw sitting on the reception counter in the new school building. My volunteer and mental manual, unchanged. Yes, unchanged. Wow. Where there's a will, there is a way. As school opens up again, when faced with obstacles, where there's a will, there's a way. Find a way to hurdle over those obstacles. You already have the will. Use that will to stay encouraged to find a way. There is a way. It's up to you to find it. Thanks for dropping by and spending time listening to my story. Come back as often as you like. I'll be happy to have you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Goodbye for now.